1: You looking for a Kleenex? Oh, did it fall?
0: A box of Kleenex. There's usually some in here somewhere, but
1: uh, I've got some Lysol wipes. I
0: don't need those. Thank you need you. those? No, because it makes my nose run. I was in here. I just drinking my coffee. Mm. But anyway, good morning.
1: <laughs> Hi everybody! Thanks uh, for watching. If you're on our Facebook page, it's Patton GT or YouTube. We do it live every Friday morning, and then mm. later on today, if you're you don't you're driving or whatever, you can't do this, then we'll have it as our podcast later exactly. on this
0: afternoon. Exactly. A little dressed up today. For the podcast, yeah, Just up for the Facebook Live. Uh, excited getting getting jumped in at Rotary today.
1: I didn't <laughs> so when you said that earlier, it didn't hit right, like getting jumped in because
0: <laughs> being introduced as a new member,
1: yeah, that's exciting, right? Yeah,
0: it is, uh, and, and I'm really excited. Marty Cordero invited uh, us at her, and um, I'm the I'm the, the one. I'm going to start going. So I've been going to the Rotary meetings. It's been really fun because they have some great speakers. Um, I never really knew much about Rotary mm-hmm. until I remember we went to that meeting with with Marty about two, three years ago. Yeah. And that was, I think for both of us, that was our first time to a
1: Rotary never, meeting. i never been there. I always thought it was yeah. like, before going, I assumed it was like super like creepy and cultish. I don't know why. Yeah. Like masonry <laughs> or whatever, but no, it, it was awesome.
0: I think this, this particular club, uh, it's the West Omaha Rotary, and they're- They're a little more, it's, I don't know. I don't know. They're, they're not that way. It's, it's Marty's club and and Michelle Schragi's in there and some other people that people would know. Um, but it's, uh, they, they do have their, their parliamentary procedure, Yeah. but they also have a lot of fun. And then they have some great speakers and, uh, they do a lot of, a lot of good stuff. So you you have have to
1: to memorize things like a slogan or a chant or anything?
0: (laughs) No, that's,
1: okay. (laughs) that's funny that you say that.
0: I remember the only time I've ever had to memorize a slogan or a chant was in 4-H. Because it was you. What was that? Do you remember that's it? What, it was something. It was my head for clearer thinking, my heart for greater loyalty, my hands for better service, and my health for better living for my club, my community, my country, and my world.
1: Wow, it's a lot. <clears throat>
0: it's a lot. Little kids, you start when you're seven years old, right? Yeah. And that's that, I thought my, it was just a club so for that was like, your pledge. Combing cows. I
1: didn't realize it was that <laughs> deep of a deal.
0: That was a guy of him not said that in a long time. Jeez. Um, that's your pledge. And that's what you pledge. Uh, When you're in 4-H and and 4-H covers everything from cooking to cows, thank you, but also, uh, you know, planting and also sewing and also, you know, it's like everything from, it's everything. I mean, Mm -hmm. literally there's a 4-H club for almost anything that that kids would be interested in, but it it offers more structure uh, and a a great team type spirit, team environment. There are 4-H clubs that are more generic that cover a lot of different characters. Mm -hmm. I always was always just in the horse 4-H was the only one I was in. Got it. Um but oh I did, I did dog for each once. <laughs> I did do that. <laughs> dog. My dog Shiloh. I showed Shiloh uh at <laughs> the county bear. Yeah. <laughs> she had to learn <laughs> sit stay. We, we got. I think, that we, I think we got a red, which you could purple, blue, red. So I think I was in the red, which is average. We completed the basic skills. It's all. So hey, whatever. We passed.
1: All the matters. Because <laughs> so 4H, I'm assuming it's, it's just a pass fail. It's either you do it well, or you don't.
0: You you red is everybody is like if you do what you're you're expected to do with with no great flair, mm-hmm. that's a red. If you don't do it right, you get a white. So a white is disqualified, or oh. you did you didn't do everything you're supposed to. Um, then a blue is above average and then purple is superior. And then of the purples, you pick your winners. Good
1: Lord. Yeah. My so. dad showed cows. He had a cow named pride that he would show at the, at the, at the fair. And he always, I think he had a picture. I don't know if he had, really? he Just told me about this. We had a picture of it, but he would stay like the whole seven days of the fair. He'd stay up there with, with pride and he'd sleep. He like, she'd lay down sleep and he'd lay right, right, right in by by, right in, like by, by her stomach. Yeah. Oh my god. So he gosh. has some pretty good, she's lucky she didn't roll over, man.
0: A lot of kids do that though. They stay with their animals at the fair. And the the reason I think they have them stay all week is that it's all week long. It's uh, The county fair is kind of like your opportunity to show off your crafts mm-hmm. or your animals right. to everybody else in the county, right? So you, people come all week or four days or whatever it is. So you want to have everything on display so people can come through and see. And then at the end of the week or the end of the fair is when they have the either the grand champions, And, and the champions parade, or then they also have the auction. So like for the livestock that gets auctioned off, and then that money goes in the kid's pocket to buy their next bucket calf or buy their next project horse or buy their, whatever it is that they're selling at Mark for the the auction. So like they show,
1: they show, show, show. And at the end, get your ribbons and then she's, they're out. They get sold.
0: Yeah. That sucks. They get sold for dinner.
1: The double sucks. Like if they get,
0: (laughs) if it's like they they know it, they know that that's just part of it. That's part of the agriculture life. So they know they're raising this, this animal and that's what their, their ultimate goal is. And for the kids that show horses, they don't sell their horses at the end of county fair. It's not like that. There, there are those that have that mentality of, uh, you know, that you're, you're hoping you can, you know, you're, you're showing your horses to sell them so you can buy the next project. It's kind of like got it. There's that, but for others, it's you. You find that horse and you keep that horse. That's what you just have. But okay. but for the mar, yeah, for the for the ag kids that are in the the livestock division, that's that's it's a little tougher.
1: Yeah, it'd be um, super tough. I remember growing up and ha- having chickens and stuff like that. That there was one time I remember we had that did the whole deal with mm-hmm. the chicken. <laughs> Um, and I still remember that the running around and all that kind of stuff. And it was not traumatizing and not to be dramatic, but it's something that I would never want to see again or experience. But yet I love chicken. I love meat. I love everything, but seeing the process, that's why yeah. I, I never, I shot a deer when I was 14 hunting. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a great experience with my dad. I don't know, my brother was there. My uncle. Uh, but after that, the preparing the and the cleaning. Did, did they do did they the field like
0: dressing or did they did the do the field dressing? I yeah. had to do yeah, it. I right? didn't like it. I
1: didn't, I did it, it, it uh, again, not to be dramatic, but it's one of those things that, um, that's the first thing I associate with deer hunting. And I like yeah. bird hunting all day. It's fine. But deer hunting, I just can't, the field dressing of it, like after it's like, was alive five minutes ago. Yeah. It's like, can't do that.
0: It's, it's the first time I went and I don't, I've never hunted deer, but I've gone with deer hunters. And the, the first time I went with them where they got one and I, I participated, I guess, to a degree with the field dressing. And just the conversation leading up to it, there was a lot of respect for the animal. There was a lot of respect for the process. And the field dressing is you're preserving that that the meat, obviously, that yeah. the animal bears. Um, because the, what would be irresponsible, obviously, is shooting one and leaving it. Shooting one, maybe injuring it, and then not going after it. Because yeah. that's part of the responsibility if you don't kill it. You need you to finish the job. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So going out hunting isn't just all, you it's know. It's a lot of
1: walking, too. A lot of walking. <laughs> like canyons. Yes. Because like deer don't just hang out on 114th and dodge. No. <laughs> you got to walk into ditches and canyons and, and all this stuff.
0: strategy like, okay, we're going to drop you guys at this end of the canyon or, or the draw or wherever you're at. And then the other crew goes around to the other end and then slowly. Yeah. And then you have to know that they're at the other end, right? So yeah, you're, you don't want to be your uncle. It, Exactly, so you know where everybody's at. Yeah. So there's a lot more that goes into oh, it. Oh, I know. And I, know. I think they start, as we speak, it's the 12th of November, and I think this weekend is the opening of what? Shotgun season, isn't it? Uh, deer?
1: Well, I don't know. My dad and my brother are going this weekend, though. I, think, I don't know. I it so it is. is, is segment, I don't know what gun. Yeah. I think they use AR-15. and no, I'm just kidding. Ah, they yes. do not use AR-15. Ah,
0: your brother just said headed west now. Backpack loaded with TP. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you got the really good like septic safe, Mike, because you know if you're going to leave it out there, you want it to dissolve. <laughs> oh, so man. don't get the the really good stuff. Hope it's not Sharman.
1: I've heard that that deer camp. I've never <laughs> been to deer camp with the, those guys. It was I think yeah. it was just my dad and my uncle when I went. Um, deer camp yeah, they have is crazy. They have, uh, yeah, they have a good time.
0: Deer camp, yeah. Deer camp is crazy. So yeah, so it says, uh, so oh, thank you, Denise. It's fun. She says I can use the laughs. Thank you, Denise. Also saw a really nice note in here from Valeska. Just wanted to say good morning. I just wanted to thank you for sharing Rihanna Mays to us. My daughter had a session yesterday. She's helping her deal with some grief after having to lose her puppy. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. That's cool. is really sweet. Rihanna's going to be back uh, coming up in about a week or 10 days. She's going to be coming back. She's got some, some stuff going on that she wanted to share with us. She's been down in Arizona and had one of those uh, retreats for women uh, down in Sedona. Mm-hmm. And pictures were beautiful. So I can't wait to see that. Sweet.
1: Yeah, it'll be good to have her back <clears throat> in.
0: Yep, exactly. Good morning, Tara. Nice to see you all. There also. are
1: um, there are ways you can get a hold of us. It's Pat and JT. Mm-hmm. If you're on our Facebook page, YouTube, you can comment on the video or send us a DM, or you can email us, hey at pattenjt.com, get emails. Oh, or text four oh two four oh three nine four seven eight. Um this You go
0: first, then I'm gonna grab some too. This
1: is from Mary. Okay. And we we're talking we've been talking about this the last couple of days about uh, the Mount Rushmore of fictional characters <laughs> you'd like to bring to re- into your real life. Yes. Um she said, Give me some Ted Lasso in my daily life, and I guarantee I would have a great attitude every day.
0: I keep hearing about this, and I haven't watched it yet. So I will I will have to check that out. Because
1: that means you have to get Apple TV. I know. I know. That's and they don't have Apple TV on an Android.
0: You know what? I think it's on, I don't like know. You somebody probably get correct the app. me. I think it's on Roku. I think you can get the app. Probably. I was looking at mine yesterday. I, I finally got my apps organized. On get Roku? On my Roku. Yes, because I have all these apps. Some are free, some are paid for, some I've canceled. Really? I don't think I'm taking this right now.
1: Um anyway. It might be your car insurance might be or your warranty. <laughs> right? Oh my god, it's is my expiring. warranty on the truck I had yeah. six years ago. Dang
0: it. Um but anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, the apps. So yeah, I did that to kind of get organized to what apps I'm paying for. <laughs> and I'm paying for too many right yeah. now. So I need to to shut that down just a little bit but uh, Apple TV I think is on there probably you know? and, and, because that uh, Apple
1: wouldn't cut out that whole, mm, that whole market so that's I'm a sure revenue you, stream I, for them yeah I'm sure you can do that alright so what else you got uh, this one is from It <laughs> doesn't say anyway it says um, I'm from it says I am th- I got three days behind on the pod Oh, okay. Um, JT's Facebook algorithm is definitely different than mine. I'll break out the Tim foil and <laughs> click on some weird JT stuff and see about finding cats, LOL. Oh,
0: okay. Is. Yeah, I get it. Okay. okay. All right. As
1: long as you know what that, that means. <clears throat> I got gotcha.
0: you. Um, I've got another one here. This one's from Lori that comes in. Um, <laughs> she says, first time. good morning, starting my day off with your podcast. A memory for you and Pat from long ago. Maybe you don't even remember. There was a day when Nelson was wearing a dress. Now, Nelson was our, yes. our producer at the time. Nelson now is mornings on froggy. Um and you guys had a live camera in the studio. And I remember <laughs> the day of the dress. And during the song, Nelson was dancing and kind of rocking out in the studio. Camera was still on. Oh my God. It was and I do yes, remember I that remember he that. got up on the desk. Didn't I actually
1: he? saw, yeah, I actually saw that video within the last year because <laughs> it was on, I think it's like on some hidden youtube page or whatever that we had a long time ago i'll have to find that because yeah it's, <laughs> i saw that and that one and nick bod doing the dougie too that oh, video up there as well yes totally remember that oh my god I that forgot. was and that was when we used to do nelson's nightmares yeah. and we would make just do terrible terrible things to that poor kid and we just mentioned this last week in a meeting how we used to have him one time we uh, duct taped him to a light pole on 72nd and dodge he, and the police drove by and pointed and laughed like they didn't even they, i it think was they awesome. knew what was going on
0: and we did have some great connections at the police department. Yeah. So we got a little leeway with but that. that, was, I mean, that
1: it was so, gosh, I, this whole <laughs> stupid cancel culture and the way society is now, mm-hmm. you can't have fun like that anymore. Mm. You, I mean... I, was telling again I way too many I'm turning into like my, uh, an old person telling all these stories Remember, never remember when, we- when. Um, but uh, it was good uh, shit though Pat. I know I know <laughs> but I, I was telling the story yesterday in a another meeting and mm-hmm. that um, big party who works at channel 94 one used to be uh, my intern when I worked at the edge a long long time ago and mm-hmm. like one of his first things we did for with him was put him on the corner of 10th and Farnham and if you drove by and you threw you throw hot dogs at him. If you hit him with a hot dog, you got tickets to like Goldfinger or some oh stupid show. So yeah, but you oh, can't, can you imagine sending an intern out on the street now having people drive by ha- and throw hot dogs at him? We'd get in so much trouble.
0: And and on top of it, our interns weren't paid. No. That was the other thing. Cause that was, so you couldn't even have those kind of interns. Like they were free and we were free when we first started interning, but, but there was, that was that... That was that feeling of you had skin in the game. And I know the whole thought process has changed about the interns should be paid for their time. Yeah. But it's like having an apprenticeship. Apprentice used to, I believe, had to pay for their apprenticeship because you're coming in to learn the trade. And so you're actually slowing down the teacher because they're having to train you. Mm -hmm. And my internship was, I remember that vividly. It was like six months of no pay or at maybe three or four months, but it, it was a while before I got the knock, you know, or got the invite to come to the the program director's mm-hmm. office to say, you know what, we're going to put you on the payroll and hourly, and this is what you're going to start getting. And I was like, oh my God. $2.43 an
1: hour. <laughs> I'll yeah, take it. And I'm right, because it's better than zero cents per <laughs> it hour. It's better. They trained yeah. me. But so now we, we have Reagan whole... and Grace. Maybe we need to run that past them and see if we can do something where people throw well, hot dogs at it. We'll talk they, to
0: bill. I, we should, because they, I mean, they're, they're still in college.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm wondering, we should we should find out because it is it is interesting how that all changed. It's like there was just a shift. In the way people thought about it, it was because of Hollywood, yeah. and honestly, it was because of Hollywood. The the lawsuits that came forward because of the way interns were treated at some of the studios. They were basic, and and they were they were mad because they were grunts. They were they had to go get coffee, they had to go get the dry cleaning, they that's had to go get. That's do, what man. you
1: do. It's called paying somebody, your dues, man. Somebody
0: has to do it. It's called paying your dues, and eventually they'll find that you're more valuable doing something else, and they'll bring in someone else to go get the coffee and go get the dry cleaning. Yes. and go do you know? Take it's called the climbing trash. the ladder. That's what it is. Right. So that that was bottom rung. But anyway, that was back when we had those interns. You pretty much could do anything because there were no laws that governed them.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no, there was now it's totally different deal.
0: Now from Lori, I haven't finished yet.
1: Oh, got it. Okay. Um,
0: the rest of what she said here. Another time, Christmas wishes, grant, granting Christmas wishes. And she said she also remembers a little boy talked to Rocket back in the day and asked for a headstone for his sister's grave. I remember.
1: Oh my gosh. Uh Rocket told that story when he was on our back here on our show. And that was, and he got emotional again. He said, he'll never forget that. that and I, I don't remember all the details of that story. I remember it happening, but I don't remember all the details of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there are certain things that
0: that yeah, he called like that. in because his family couldn't afford it.
1: Yeah, it was unbelievable. And they found
0: a way to make that happen. Um, and then one time
1: we got scammed by a lady. Oh, I mean, we've told this story before, but yeah. the lady that said her son was at Children's Hospital. Oh no, it was not. It was we thought it was the kid because this lady had a voice just like a little a kid. kid, this whole narrative of being on the fourth floor and cancer treatment. And he just wants to get online and get, so we got all this stuff together, sponsors, whatever, and got him a laptop and got him all this stuff. And as soon as we got him, we found out stuff, stuff just started seeing it fishy. We met
0: with his mom,
1: uh, quote right, unquote, which right. was in her. The, in the, in the reception, whatever area of children's hospital. Yeah. Because you couldn't like, this go upstairs weird.
0: because you know, he was so ill and so you couldn't go up there. And so that was where And what, the minute that transaction was made, <laughs> Yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah, we learned that mate jaded us, totally jaded us. Yep. No, we still did some stuff. but And then one other one uh, said she heard the episode with Dana Camp, and that happened to be with uh, her birthday. She says, absolutely wonderful. She's spot on. Um, also, uh, she said, bring back Mork. That's I think that's what Ooh, she was Mork. talking about. Mork was, um, oh no, I can't say his name. Oh my God.
1: John? No.
0: Mork and Mindy. Oh, I was, th- I was thinking. What did I think the comedians? We were name. just talking
1: like interns, and I thought, I'm like, we had an intern what? named Mork. Mork. She was. T- um, what's his name? Now I can't say his name. Robin Williams. Thank you,
0: God. It went out the door. Poof. Um, but yeah, she said maybe of a fictional character to bring back.
1: I think. I think Mork. Mork. And I think- so
0: I said, bring back. Okay, now finish off the rest of them. Did
1: she? She wrote back, didn't she? Uh, she did. Yeah, Mork. First of all, Mork would get on my nerves real super quick. <laughs> um, although I'd hang with Balky.
0: Right? Oh, my God. Um, okay, so she, I yes. Mork, show.
1: Beetlejuice, George Carlin, Elvis, unless he's still really here. Okay. Oh, see, that's, um, he's not fictional, though. Yeah, right. Jim bring Morrison, Freddie Mercury, it. Samantha Stevens, Bewitched, Abe Lincoln, and JFK. Yeah, those, she may okay. be, she, maybe, she, she kind of 50% little... misunderstood the assignment, but it's okay. <laughs> it's I get
0: okay. it. I am with her on Bewitched. I absolutely loved Elizabeth Montgomery and Bewitched. Yeah? I absolutely did. Yeah. I saw some interesting stories about her oddly, just yesterday I was reading this article that popped up some for some reason, uh, talking about her. And if you watch the TV show and she had a little daughter, Tabitha. Tabitha still makes the rounds like on Comic-Con and such, uh, talking about Bewitched. And Bewitched was remade mm-hmm. with... Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. She's married to Tom Cruise. Why am I having Nicole such a Kidman? hard time this morning? No. Yes. I'm having a hard time with the names this morning. Yeah. But anyway, mm-hmm. remember it was remade. They did it like in the early 2000s or something. But anyway... That Elizabeth Montgomery, when she died, she hadn't treated, or she hadn't seeked any treatment for, and I believe it was cancer, but she didn't seek treatment because she had such a phobia about hospitals. And she also oh, yeah. was afraid to, to stop things down to go check because she didn't want production to stop because so many people relied on their paychecks.
1: Oh, that's, well, I mean, that's admirable. But and at that really- time,
0: which would have been probably in the early 60s, mm-hmm. I think was when that show was in production. I'm not sure, 50s or 60s or 70s.
1: I don't. know, Yeah, seventies probably. High
0: seventies. I don't even know because I'm. It was in reruns forever, so I don't know when it was actually on. But anyway, at that time, I'm sure there was no protection. If you know, a TV show, if a star got got ill, everybody just sorry and getting paid, right? And that yeah. was it. So that was part of the reason why she didn't seek treatment and and probably died sooner than that's she should have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Too Isn't too bad. that weird that that just came up and then she says that? That's weird. yeah. <sighs> okay. That, go th- on. Yeah, that is that's.
1: Super, I just read, it's, read it's, that today. It's, it's weird how that how um how that, that stuff happens. Like there was, um, speaking of, um, big party, saw him in the airport on the way back from Los Angeles last week. And I just told a story about him the night before in Los Angeles to the people we were with. And then I roll through the airport and he, him and his wife are in there. It's just weird. It's just super weird when that mm-hmm. stuff happens. Um, okay. Yep. This one is from Courtney. It's four zero two four zero three nine four seven eight. She says, um, Uh, this, an article, I think there's an article I read about the Travis Scott concert, which we talked about earlier this week. Yeah. They refer to the people falling as human sinkholes. I haven't, I hadn't heard this stuff. Mm. There's also a supposed quote from Travis saying something like, who said, stop the show? Question mark. You knew what you came for. I'm telling you, not impressed. And there's something, there is something really Mm. weird about what's going on. And the post post the narrative after the show and all that stuff.
0: Did we talk about the, the Pearl Jam thing on a podcast? Um,
1: I don't, no, I don't think we did. We maybe did, a little right? bit. I don't remember. There.
0: There's there's a podcast. We talk about
1: cats and squirrels oh, a lot, but I don't know I don't, I don't remember talking, talking about, about, it, about the Pearl jam. So thing. much weird shit. Right. Anyway,
0: there's a a, a podcast that I listened to and you maybe maybe remember I mentioned No Mercy podcast a while like a year or two ago and I was listening to it and it kinda went away. Um and I think it's still out there, but it's really like one of those Randomly appears every once in a while. a New episode pops up, but one of the guys that was on that episode or on that podcast, he was the guy that brought all the the conspiracy theories. He's the guy that brought all the the woo to the mm-hmm. to the show whenever they got it going down some of these wormholes. And he started his own podcast now. Oddly, it's called QTN, Question the Narrative.
1: Yeah, which, which is, is basically is, your your um, <laughs> your motto for your whole life, right? QTN.
0: And um, anyway, Bob Bob's Lessons is what he goes by. I think that's his. Uh, his handle on Twitter. But he talked about this whole deal, and he brought on a couple other guys that also are into all this stuff. and the symbol symbolism uh, is another thing that he was looking at and and what all this meant that happened and what people are talking about. and And hearing you say that, what she saw mm-hmm. about that concert, uh, there's a there's a saying about Confucius something about symbols. symbols are more powerful than words. The symbolism of things is more powerful than the words around it. But you saw, uh, eight people now, nine people have died. That that just came out yesterday. A ninth person has died, young, twenty two years old. Um, but they're still looking into this 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 whole idea that that somebody had been pricking people with needles, and they don't know what that was about. But there's the symbolism of the stage, and it looked like a giant portal, and then they had eyes all. There was just eyeballs all around the top of the stage, mm-hmm. which is there's a symbolism element to that. Yeah, but um, when the day before the uh, the concert, there was a, a drop of a new, I guess, a new song or some element of a song with Travis Scott. And he had on a T-shirt. There was a Pearl Jam T-shirt that, re- like, harkened back to an album that they had put out or an event that had happened in the early 2000s where eight people had died.
1: And it's it was just very, weird. It's very eerie. It was
0: just like, okay.
1: I know. That's very, very come eerie. Come on.
0: That's creepy but there there's a lot of stuff yeah the 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 whole not stopping the concert that's been the biggest problem and they just and they knew stuff was really wrong yeah and they, they couldn't stop it and the people wanted it
1: stopped yeah i'm sure and i'm sure yeah. that more will come out and uh, who knows i i don't know it's it's yeah and and for a lot
0: of people that were there it was very scary it was a very scary it wasn't just the trampling or the the rush to get in it was just a bad like,
1: vibe the feeling in the room yeah i've, I've heard some interviews of people before this even they were saying even before the incident happened it was just a very a weird vibe like not evil it was like a, a I heard strong the word
0: evil thrown did around.
1: you mm-hmm. they they're just very creepy and very Dark. off-putting just like yeah. you know when you're like in a situation you just doesn't feel right that's yeah. what they said it's kind of and then like when a, they throw something out like you know what you came here for Wait what? Music <laughs> I a and a beer. What's it? I a ticket. Not death, just <laughs> music and a beer, Travis.
0: <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, oh, that's right. a bunch of stuff I didn't expect to get into. Right? Holy cow! That's a lot. Um, yeah, love to hear more about your. Uh, anybody who's got their uh, Mount Rushmore? Yeah, it's uh, fun. Fictional it is. characters to bring back yeah. into real life. Right. It
1: is fun to think about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, I did yeah. have
0: one story for you. Okay. Uh, guys, we're rolling into a weekend. Um, it was a story. Let me find it real quick. It was about Yellowstone. And I just wanted to throw this in here because obviously a lot of people are really enjoying this Yellowstone. They said seasons two and three really saw a lot of people jumping on the bandwagon. Season four is record breaking to the point where it has even demolished a longstanding record that was held by Game of Thrones. Yeah. They had over 8 million viewers for that sunday night the premiere unbelievable bonafide record smashing monster is what they're calling it uh the numbers that were just released show that the the show had over 8 million total viewers sunday night and if that sounds like a lot (laughs) for a single episode in television that's because it is they said that season four premiere the viewership was up 104 percent over season three's premiere
1: Probably because we talk about it on our podcast.
0: That's got to so. be why. Uh, <laughs> I know. I, mean, I need. To, I need to watch the show.
1: I've heard. There's. Everybody is watching it. I'm not watching yeah. it, and I need to watch it. There's some people that
0: just started watching season four, saw them po- saw them posting, and said, "Okay, now I'm going back to the beginning because okay. I, I got to find out what this is all about." But uh, the season four premiere, it's it's gotten a lot of talk, and then also the prequels. They're talking about all these spinoffs. And then there's another spinoff that they're thinking of doing. I think it's going to happen in Dallas. And it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be more about the horses. Because, mm, I guess, spoiler alert, y- you've had a week. Okay? It's about horses. Um, I'm, I'm About the first couple episodes. You see that they're trying to diversify the the the. the I guess the way the revenue streams really because they're, they're fighting to maintain that land. And that's, that's what this is all coming down to is they don't want the land taken away from them. Right. So they're trying to find other ways though, that they can also provide income because he promised his daddy would never sell the land. He will not sell if it gets taken from him. So be it, but he's he not sell. going to sell. And, and Beth is trying to convince him otherwise. Cause she says, you're going to end up getting 15, you know, 15 cents on the dollar for this, for this land. He says, well, I'll never sell it because I made a promise. And he promised you, did you, oh, you didn't see it. the episode with his no, dad was like, no. oh, so good. But anyway, so he won't sell. So now he's looking at other revenue streams and that means bringing in some, uh, cow horses, cutting horses, reining horses, that kind of thing. And so there's going to be, I think you're going to see another spinoff that's going to go off into that world as well. And there'll be another, another, a, a branch of the family mm-hmm. that goes in that direction.
1: Sweet. So that's okay. two spinoffs. So you'll
0: have a prequel. And you've and then got content
1: for a long time.
0: <sighs> I'll keep it coming. Yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> that's my job. So there you go. So I'm very excited about that. Sweet.
1: All right, yeah. that's very exciting. All right. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, we appreciate it. Um, if if not, you can download, subscribe to our podcast wherever you get podcasts. Um, I, I, iTunes, whatever, Spotify, Stitcher, you know, you're, all you're, of them. you're already there. You're, well, you're on Facebook now. Yeah. Though. If you yeah. So if you don't listen to our podcast, why not? Thank you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That Media Production.